from the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I am Kyle Wenzel. And we're excited to have you guys back for another week of the show. And just some housekeeping things here. Of course, the number to the show is 248-301-2010. That's 248-301-2010. You can text that number if you have questions, if you have Bible questions, theological questions, if you have uh, show suggestions, or if you just want to say hi. If you don't like Kevin's take. Yeah. You can text it if you don't like his. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, text the show. Listen, why don't you guys do this? I'd love to know where some of you guys are listening from, which, you know, I can look at the stats and we can see that, but it's pretty cool for you guys to do that if you just text it in. So text us. Let us know where you're listening from and how long you've been listening to the show, right? Some of you guys have been listening to us ever since we started in 2020. Other people, this might be your first show. That'd be really cool to know. Text us 248-301-2010. And of course, our website, we have some resources there. We've got all kinds of things. All of our episodes are there. Thinkingoutloudmedia.com, thinkingoutloudmedia.com. Also, if you want to give to the show, if you go to thinkingoutloudmedia.com, you can scroll down on the homepage almost all the way to the bottom. You will see a donate button there. You click that button and it'll take you right to PayPal. You can set up for monthly payments or Mm -hmm. you can do a one-time payment, but understand that the only reason why we're on the air is because people like you give to this show. And we are are looking for 20 people at $25 a month. So that's about $500 a month. It covers our production. And so if you're out there, you know what? I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for the donors that are, you know, providing every month so that this show can go on the air and literally reach people around the world. That's crazy. God is awesome. God is good and what he is allowed here. And yeah, so we're, we're, <laughs> Kyle, what are you laughing? <laughs> this guy, <laughs> I tell you, you know what? It is it's, it's a pleasure to work with Kyle. You guys wonder <laughs> you you guys wonder what it's like to work with Kyle. Well, that's a whole show, but listen, he's 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 an awesome person to work with. So, episode 3, working with Kyle. Work yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh speaking of working with Kyle, <laughs> you and I were talking the other day, right? We were talking just some show stuff at church and whatnot and my soon to be 6-year-old ran up. So, I have a question for you. Yeah. She ran up to me, and she said, Dad, I have a loose tooth. And I'm like, oh, so instantly I stick my dirty finger in her mouth, and I'm like wiggling her tooth, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you got a loose tooth. And instantly, my mind goes towards, all right, take care of it so the tooth fairy can bring you money, knowing that I'm the tooth fairy, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, 
you have daughters of your own. Yeah. Did you do the whole tooth fairy thing? Yes. You did? Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you this. What was, because I don't know. I haven't done this. What was the going rate in the Wilson household? Oh, my goodness. For the tooth fairy per tooth. Oh, Lord. I don't even know if I, listen, listeners, my kids are older now. And so I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe five bucks. What? I don't know. I mean, it was nothing. What is that? Too high? Too low? What are you trying to say? You think Five that's a lot of money? For a tooth? I don't I thought know. You were gonna say like a quarter? Oh my goodness! A quarter? This or a I, dollar? I didn't think it was a whole Happy Meal. I don't know. My wife. You listen. My wife listens to the show. She's probably yelling at the radio right now, going, <laughs> "It was a dollar." Um, okay. Well, listen. I will probably give my daughter a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know that I can do a whole Happy Meal for a tooth, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, there's like 30 teeth in that mouth. If you times that by five, I don't have 150 bucks, bro. Listen. What let me tell you here? something. He has got some beautiful kids, man. If you, you They're know, pretty. yeah, man, you go to their website. He's got, he's just got a picture of his family up there and minus one. Cause he's got an extra, he's got not yeah, an extra, yeah, <laughs> an extra yeah. but he's got, he's got another one now, but man, does he have just a beautiful family? And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, listen, every single one of those babies are worth a happy meal. So I'm advocating that true. they get at least $5. So what um, I'm going to need is at least five donors a month for a dollar a month. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. No, but for real, I didn't know if you did the whole tooth fairy thing. Hey, text in. Uh, her tooth isn't out yet. So use our hotline, text in, comment on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, let me know what the going rate is for the tooth fairy because daddy needs a little help here. I need to start saving up my own little piggy bank for the tooth fairy fund. But it's exciting. You know, you blink your eye and you know this, Kevin, your, your girls are grown and, and you've got one in youth group now, one that's a young adult. And so you blink your eye and you're like, oh my gosh, I know they have teeth. Oh my gosh, they're losing teeth, you know? And so it's fun. It's, it's really fun. It's, it's rewarding for sure. And I love it, but it's always requiring money. So with that being said, I'm a little excited about getting into the show today. Yeah. I, I really am because I feel like since we started our podcast in season one, we've really dealt with COVID from day one. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we built this out of the season of COVID. And so to come back in season two and without it actually being said yet, to see COVID kind of start to dwindle down mm-hmm. and kind of regulate itself and become really just a part of, of daily life like any virus would be, it's kind of exciting to see the culmination of all of this. And I think it's kind of cool that you and I, when we first started the show, Kevin, we, with everybody else, we really didn't know much about COVID. Right. We didn't know much about its origin, mm-hmm. the effects it would have on people. We kind of just handled it as it came. And a lot of it became really political because yeah. that's just the natural progression of things. But today, I'm excited because we get to talk about COVID from our own personal experiences. So we take the political things aside yeah. and you've gotten it. I've gotten it twice. Of course, I've gotten it twice. Yes, of course. So, so you got it really bad once. Yeah. And, and I got it twice, mild the second time. But I'm excited to hear your take, your experiences, your advice, and what you've learned from COVID as well as myself. And so, guys, that's what we're going to do today. So, Kevin, why don't you go ahead and just kind of give us the information on Kevin with COVID? 
and Kevin after COVID. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about kind of what I went through. Mine just started as a, I, you know, actually, I went to a friend's giving on a Saturday, and we were there, I don't know, six or seven hours or so. And we were, you know, playing games and eating and laughing and, you know, all the things, right? And it was crazy because my wife and I, you know, because we, you know, we have this core group that, you know, we do Bible study with, we do, I mean, just a lot of things. And they had invited us over their place and, and we were, so we were there having fun. And it was funny because my wife and I were kind of in a little debate on whether where we were going to sit. I know it sounds like we are like five years old, but it was really because of me because I'm like that sometimes five. And so I was like, no, I, you know, I was like, I want to sit at the end. And, you know, and she's like, no, I want to sit at the end. And I was just like, and then, of course, you know, her being the actual grown up, she was just like, you know what? I'll, you know, I'm just going to let him have the seat here at the end. Right. And so the funny thing, not so funny, is the person that was sitting, you know, on the end ended up being the one who gave us all COVID. And bless her heart. Um, and so uh, the, here's the crazy thing. She was not coughing. She was not sneezing. She was not blowing her nose. Nothing. You would yep. have never dreamed that she had COVID. There was, I mean, just nothing. And, we, you know, we, you know, I, I could tell she looked a little run down that day, but I also knew that she had been super busy. She had been cooking all day and it was kind of towards the evening time. So I just didn't really think anything of it, you know? And so, so then, you know, the next day she texts us cause we're in this group chat and we usually text in this group chat out almost every day, uh, multiple times a day. And, uh, she, she just said, guys. She goes, I'm so sorry. She's like, I feel like a truck hit me. I'm positive for COVID. I was just like, oh, man. Like, Mm -hmm. we were just all like, oh, my gosh. Well, then what ended up happening after that is that Sunday. So that was on a Saturday. That Sunday, I went to church. I had kind of a, I don't know, kind of like a head congestion thing, but I didn't think anything of it. I was just, you know, I all, I mean, if you know me, you know, I'm all, I'm most days, I don't feel tip top shape. I'm all, there's mm-hmm. always something wrong with me, right? Uh, that's <laughs> just is. Anyways, uh, I can agree I, with it. I'm just kidding. Oh boy. I just have a lot of allergies and stuff like that. And so I didn't think anything of it. I'm just thinking like, this is a regular day in Kevin's body. And then, you know, my birthday of all days, of all weeks, right? My birthday was that Wednesday, right? And so I'm church on, sun- on Sunday, had some congestion. Monday, same thing. Tuesday was like, mm, something might not be right. And then, so I tested on Tuesday, tested negative, completely negative. We were like, oh, sweet, cool. Just got a cold, whatever. Tested again on Wednesday, next day, and positive. Like, that line came up on that test real quick. Uh, yeah. And I just remember my wife going, Dude, like she just looked at me. She goes, "Dude, you've got freaking COVID." Like that's <laughs> that's. A, I, I just remember her saying that to me, and it was you know up upstairs. I went to my prison that I was going to pretty much live in for the next month. Yes, I had COVID for a month. It was awful. So just like a lot of people, I had now. Listen, here's the crazy thing: I had no fever. 
through this entire time and I had no cough, which is like the thing yeah. that everybody is just like, oh, you have a fever. So, and, and truly, that's what I was looking for. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to have a fever or I'm going to have a cough. And I knew because I don't get fevers a lot. I also don't get even the body flu. So even in the normal, it, like in normal days and times in seasons where people get the body flu, I don't think I've ever got the body flu. So I never, I've never had like aches, body aches. I didn't know what that, you know, people talk about it all the time. So I had told my wife, I said, listen, I said, if I get body aches, I know I have COVID because I'd never get body aches. Right. And so, but yeah, I just started off con- congestion, but, you know, quickly went downhill. Body aches like crazy. My body was just hurting like crazy. It just hurt to touch. Like if you were to just literally barely touch like my leg, it would just be crazy pain. I was like nauseated, uh, like um, day in and day out, just every single moment of the day. Uh, not, I couldn't sleep. There were days and days I went through not sleeping. There was days and days I went without eating. I I was actually, and I never told my my doctor this. I was coughing up blood. I was crazy tired. You know, just like people talk about the fatigue. I mean, it was insane. Now remember when I texted him and said, "How are you feeling? Do you need anything?" And he responded, "I'm doing good. It's really just like a head cold." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I also had a period where I'm just going <laughs> to roll right past that. Um, that everything smelled like ammonia, which I don't know uh. where, I don't know where that came from. Out of all things. And I know there's other people who have said that, like they have yeah. weird stuff, like they smell rotten eggs or they smell like peanut butter or something like just weird. And Mine I'm like, was cocoa. Oh my goodness. That's not, like, I could tell, I could tell someone past gas because poop or something like that smelt like the hot cocoa powder that is so it was weird. it was honestly weird weird like i'd be in the bathroom doing the business and going man it smells like it smells like i stuck my head in a can of hot cocoa <laughs> but nobody was else so was saying weird. that though i'll no. tell you that <laughs> no <laughs> no i smell hot cocoa Nah, hey. <laughs> said no one ever in his family. That's hot, but it ain't cocoa, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to keep that in there. That's all right. That's that's good. The boys are back. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah. So everything smelled like ammonia. Like I just like it was crazy. And then you know I'd, I'd go downstairs to brush my teeth. And my toothpaste literally tasted like paint. Like it was, oh, it was disgusting. And, but yeah, I mean, just week after week after week of that, you know, it's what's, what's also crazy is during that, that the week that I got COVID, my doctor actually had switched my blood pressure medicine and unbeknownst to us, it was taking my blood pressure too low. We thought it was probably COVID. But I was passing out. So I was blacking out. I was blacking out, falling up my stairs, blacked out in my bathroom, busted my lip. I, you know, blacked out in my bedroom a couple of times. Just, I didn't know where I was, what was going on. I mean, I guess I shouldn't, I don't, I mean, I wake up and I just, I didn't know I had blacked out. I mean, it was crazy, crazy, crazy. You know, like I, you know, I come to the top of the step. I mean, my wife had to tell me stuff that I was saying. 
like one night she just kind of ran down like, dude, this is what you were doing. This is what you were saying there. She was like, you were making no sense. You know, like, I mean, there were times that I'd get up and I didn't know I couldn't put my life together. Like I, I could not come to grips with where I like I knew I was in my house, but I couldn't I, I just I couldn't make sense of my life. It, I, I'm telling you guys, it was crazy, you know, but I think the worst torture for me was just going day in and day out, not being able to sleep. I don't care how much I, how sleepy I was, how tired I was. I could not go to sleep. It was literal torture, you know, because while you're up, you're eight, your body's aching. You know, I was feeling nauseated. Like every nanosecond, I felt like I was going to, I don't know, do something. It was awful. And so, yeah, I mean, it lasted. And, you know, I eventually started having these spasms. Like when I would breathe in, I would have these uh, spasms, spasms in my chest, you know, and I called my doctor and he's like, you know, if you know my doctor, bless his heart, you know, he was cussing and swearing. You better get to the you better get to the hospital right now. That thing could turn on a dime and you people are dying. You know, I mean, he was and I was just like, mm, I don't think I'm going to go. Because I was afraid they're going to put me on a ventilator and all this other stuff, yeah. and which I didn't feel like, you know. That's a real fear. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go there and lose all my right. Like, I just, I was just like, I'm going to go there. Be alone. Yeah. My wife's not there. My kids are not there. I'm just going to go there. And, you know, I mean, I've had friends that were there for months. Like, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I don't want that. And so I ended up one night, it just got to the point where I was like, I've got to go. Like, my breathing, you know, my, my oxygen had started going lower and I had one of those oximeter thingies or whatever they're called. And I ended up going to the ER and when I came in, they basically saw me and it was funny because it was like in the movies, right? Like literally all I said was like, Hey guys, I'm not feeling well. I have COVID. I'm just here to get checked out to make sure my lungs are okay. As soon as I said that within, man, it, it had to be 30 seconds to a minute. I was, they were slamming me down on the gurney, not slamming me, but they were putting me on a, uh, on a bed. They had all kinds of stuff hooked up to me, went through a CAT scan, went through some MRI or I don't know. I did all these tests, chest x-ray. That's what it was. Chest x-ray and a CAT scan. They were like, Hey, look, you've got COVID pneumonia. You know, uh, it looks like you're recovering from it, but that's what you have. That's why you're having the spasms in your chest and all of that. And so, yeah, it was, it was rough. And live with that for about a month. And yeah, I mean, I couldn't even, my hands hurt. I couldn't even lift. Like I wanted to work from home. I couldn't even lift my hands to just to write or to type or to do anything. I mean, it was, man, it was awful. Anyways, never been that sick before in my entire life. Just never. I don't care what has happened to me. I've never been that sick. Mm -hmm. Some of the after effects that I have you know, is like some people, and it's just crazy. I don't see as well as I did before COVID. It did something to my eyes. I, I don't know. I have to go back to the eye doctor um, and have them take a look to see what's changed. Uh, I was sensitive, very sensitive to light. Once I was done, I remember going to Home Depot to pick up some stuff and the lights in Home Depot were way too bright for me. And I, you know, uh, Home Depot is my place. I love Home Depot. Lights never bothered me before. My lungs are still not 100%. Uh, brain fog. Oh, my goodness. Brain fog. That is a real thing. 
Like I would forget my keys. I would forget what I went upstairs for. I would forget, I like short-term memory was just awful. And then my wife and daughter, so my whole family got it. I got it first, and then my wife got it, and both of my daughters got it. And yeah, my, I mean, my wife and my daughter is experiencing, one of my daughters, uh, experiencing their hair falling out from COVID. Their hair is just coming out. It's, it's insane how much their, their hair has come out over that. And then headaches every day. I had, a, I had a headache almost every single day after that for like two or three weeks. Just you know, pretty bad headaches. So yeah, it was it was crazy, you know, uh, to say the least. That's I don't even want to share my experience at this point. <laughs> oh no, man! No, no. I mean, here's the deal. I've I've gotten it twice. Yeah, the first time I got it, the only symptom I had was a cough, and I lost my taste and smell. Uh, I wasn't sick though, and that was you know when the quarantine was like 14 days, and so oh yeah. But then so that was right in the beginning. Well, almost a year to the date, I got it again, and then this time around, it was, like you said, it was the sickest I've been without actually having a fever. Mm. So, I had been sick. I had had, I'd been sick for like three weeks before that, because I got three girls, go to school. It's crazy. You just get everything under the sun. Yeah. Well, I had thought, it was weird. I gotten better. Like, I was sick. I had tested negative for everything. So, it was just some sort of infection. Well, I'd gotten better from it. I uh, took a steroid shot, everything got better. And like four or five days later, I got like this weird congestion in my chest. And I was like, I remember telling my coworkers, I'm like, you know what? Usually when I get pretty sick, I get better and then I get like bronchitis because mm-hmm. of all the drainage and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to urgent care. I'm going to get some medicine. And at this point, I was frustrated because they weren't. When when the Omicron came around, it was like you got you went in, you got out. Everybody was just getting tested for COVID because it, it was just so easily catchable. So yeah, I remember going in. Is that a word? Catchable. Catchable. It it, it is if you're a youth pastor. So <laughs> I remember going in, and uh, it's not a word. Okay. I remember going in, and and his wife's a teacher, folks. This, I just I do this all the time. I'll be like, is that a word? Um. So I go in. And I'm like, hey, I, I, I just want to get my chest looked at. And I was frustrated because all they did was test me for COVID and push me out. They didn't ask me any of my symptoms, any of that. And I remember going back to the office and telling my boss, I'm like, I'm frustrated over this COVID stuff, man. Like, I just want to get better. And like 10 minutes after talking to him, I get a text message or a call. Because if you're positive, they call you and they email you. Mm. I get a phone call and I recognize the number and I put my head down. I'm like shaking my head. Like, here I am. I've been at work the last two days in staff meetings around staff, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, the girl that gave it to you, she didn't know she had it. Right. And to me, I just thought it was some symptoms from being sick, you know, a week ago. And I'm positive. And like, here's what I, I wasn't too bad. So then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to a different urgent care. And I'm going to get a negative result. So I leave work. I go to a different urgent care. She barely left the room before she came in. She's like, you lit up like a Christmas tree. She's mm. like, you have COVID. You need to go. Kevin, when I tell you that it was the sickest I've been without a fever, I slept for like three days straight. My goodness. I would say mild symptoms. Like it, it would, breathing was never an issue. You know, like I was never worried, you know, like you were, where you like, I think I got to go in. Yeah. But it was like, it was like, dude, I'm sick. Yeah. Like I, and I kept thinking I had a fever because I had body aches and chills, never mm-hmm. had a fever. So yeah, so 
it was just kind of weird the first time around with the stronger variant. I didn't really have that many symptoms, but the second time around with a weaker variant, I got pretty sick. And yeah. so I just remember just having a lack of energy, like catching my breath was hard after I'd recovered. Mm-hmm. Going to the gym again was not the same. And so, mm-hmm. so yeah, so it, it was weird having COVID twice. I, I, I believed the rumors that you couldn't get it twice. Yeah. You know? And so, but then again, I, I was like, well, people who are getting vaccinated are getting it. So I guess I'm in the clear of also getting, and sure enough, that's what happened. And so, yeah, it was, it was wonderful. My wife had to quarantine even though she didn't have it. So that was a fun, fun time. Yeah. Yeah. I, and look, man, I'm like, man, I got it right before like the Omicron variant came out. I'm like, yeah. you know, that one was such much more milder. I got mine when Delta was like raging I'll pretty say, much. Yeah, you get Delta probably, you know, and so we, you know, it, it's crazy, but there was some stuff that helped me and guys, I'll tell you right now, I am not a medical doctor. And so n- I am not suggesting that, you know, you listen, you, you need to go to your medical doctor. You need to get the wisdom and, and guidance from medical professionals. But I'm just going to share with you some of the stuff that I took. Um, so mm-hmm. if, you, if you get it, I mean, the, these are some things that I took that, that really helped me. And some of them are just basic things. I really, truly believe. Now, obviously, God was the one that brought me through because I have the underlying health conditions, comorbidities, whatever you want to call them. I've got, mm-hmm. I've got those things. Um, and that's why I didn't want to get COVID because I just, I was, a, I just, I was like, man, I, if I get it, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'll right. make it, but you know, but God really, really blessed me. And, and, uh, but you know, again, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not, you know, saying this under, <laughs> because I'm a medical doctor, but here's some stuff that helped me. Now, I am a vitamin nut to begin with. Like, I take vitamins, tons of them, every single day without fail for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't like to be sick. And so I'm somewhat of a germaphobe, not somewhat, I'm a huge germaphobe um, <laughs> to the point where I'm just going to, I don't think I've ever said this on air, but I'm going to say this. So I'm, I'm a germaphobe to the point that when my kids are sick or my wife is sick, and they handle the remote, uh, like to the TV, I won't even clean the remote. Like, I won't touch it to even clean it. Because, you know, my, my rationale is I have to touch it to clean it. So you know what I do? You guys are going to go crazy. I, I you lit- go get a whole new remote. No, I literally put saran wrap around my remote. <laughs> Kev, why don't you spray it with... Spray it with Lysol, bro. No, 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 no. Listen, if you read, let me tell you something about the Lysol. Read the back of the can. There is so many things that have to happen for that nine to kill 99.9% of bacteria. If you look at that, it says, and especially like the Lysol wipes, it says that you pretty much have to saturate the surface with the, the Lysol wipes. It has to stay wet for X amount of minutes for it to actually kill the bacteria. Most people, they don't care. They just take the, the Lysol, you know, things <laughs> out. They go, they you do know, a quick brush over of a desk or something. And then that's it. You, you know the type of person that reads the back of a Lysol can? A germaphobe. 
like a me. germaphobe exactly yeah exactly I, I am anybody that's super close to me knows i am a germaphobe you will never see me sharing a a romantic you know water water or pop or juice uh, from my wife like, I don't do that. It's like, oh, we'll just get one Pepsi and, you know, we'll just both drink. No, we're not doing that. that no, 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 no. I'll kiss my wife because, you know, that's, yeah, you that's know. romantic. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I like that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but I'm, de- I am, de- <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do unnecessary things where i have to share germs with people that's just not who i am so just, it's just kevin after hours <laughs> anyways so um <laughs> so i so anyways i'm a germaphobe but here's the so here's the thing i take a ton of i take a ton of vitamins now here's some of the stuff that i took and i am convinced that had I not been taking these vitamins on a regular basis, I would have ended up in the hospital. I could be wrong, but I am telling you guys, I really think it had to help. So here's what I took, and I've been taking. Vitamin C, okay? I usually take uh, about 2,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C, all right? So I was doing that, the same thing during COVID. Vitamin D3, I take about 10,000 units a day. I still do it today. So it's 5,000 units in one, one pill. I just take two. Zinc. I take zinc. I uh, take zinc with copper because, and I can't remember all the details of this, but a nurse told me one time that you that if you take zinc, it also takes something else away from your. It takes something else away from your body. So you've got to get the zinc. I, I believe it's with copper, and mm. so I I uh, I take that. One of the things that helped, I really believe that helped. And my doctor, I don't, I don't know. I think he intentionally gave it to me, but I didn't know why he was giving it to me. But that helped me not to get, even though I had COVID pneumonia, it didn't get crazy. Was prednisone? He he gave me that steroid prednisone, and then he gave me famotidine for my stomach, which really helped. And then, and there's some. If you research famotidine and COVID, there's some. I, I think again. My doctor knew all the stuff. He does his research. He even prescribes ivermectin. And I know, I know, I know there are people out in the audience rolling your eyes. And that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to take ivermectin. I didn't, right? That was something that he prescribes, but I didn't take it. Motrin I took for my body aches. One of the things that was crazy that I found out during this that I did not know, and I was doing it all wrong. Let me tell you something. My my bedroom looked like a landfill. Phil. I mean, it was I had bottled water. I was drinking so much water trying to stay hydrated. When I talked to my doctor, he goes, "Kevin, why are you drinking water?" He was like, "If you have COVID, the last thing you should be drinking is water. You should be drinking Gatorade, Pedialyte, you know, stuff like that." And so that helped as well. I stopped drinking all that water. I started drinking Gatorade. I had popsicles, different things like that. Go ahead. What, what, what was the advice against water for? Yeah. So he, he said that the water was actually dehydrating me. That's weird. Because I you think know. fluids, right? You're sick. Yes. You just need fluids. Yes. So water is like a main go-to. Yes. And but this particular case, he said, absolutely not. 
He was like, I do not want you drinking another bottle of water. Like he was like, stop drinking water altogether, period. I was shocked. And but you have to look it up. If you look it up, you will see that. And then a couple of things that I got early on in 2020 was just like kind of one of those forehead thermometers and the uh, I think they're called oximeters, but it's the oxygen yeah. meter that you just put on your finger. It's an oximeter or pulse oximeter. Yeah, oximeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably how you say it. But yes, <laughs> listen, I'm, Dr. I'm, Kyle, don't worry, I'm here. You're right? Yeah, I'm taking my. Uh, I'm taking my grammar advice from Mr. Catchable over here. Catchable. Yeah, it's catchable. Uh, br- <laughs> brother, it's catchable. <laughs> hey, you understood. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, uh, but those are a couple of things that I got. And I'm telling you that, that uh, what did you say it was again? Oximeter. Pulse oximeter. Pulse oximeter. Well, anyways, I got one of those things. It really, really, really helped me to know when my oxygen was getting low. And so, you know, I would advise you to just have that stuff on hand. Mm -hmm. You know, some of this stuff is just over-the-counter stuff. Vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, Motrin, having Gatorade, like all that kind of stuff, having that meter, having the thermometer, all of that stuff. Those are things that you can, you can, you know, you can just have. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people have asked me. Now that you've had COVID, because, you know, people love to ask me this question. Now that you have COVID, are you going to get the vaccine now? You know, like they kind of mm-hmm. ask me like that. Well, you had COVID now. You're going to get the vaccine, right? You know, yep. well, here, here's here's what I can say, guys. I don't think so. I don't have any plans at the moment to get it. I really believe that God has given us our immune systems and our bodies and they we, to function properly. I think there are things that I could have done prior to COVID to be in a better shape. And we have to be honest with ourselves, right? Right? I, sh- I, I could have been eating better. Yeah. Now, prior to COVID, I was in the gym about four times a week. So I, you know, I, I was really you know, trying in that area. But then when COVID hit in 2020 and the gyms were closed, I kind of fell off the wagon, right? And I've mm-hmm. got to get back on uh, that wagon. But, you know, and I plan on it. But again, you know, there are some things that I could do. Now, some of the underlying conditions that I have is, is simply, you know, just, I, I really believe they're genetic. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I do have some conditions, well, at least one that the doctor said, it doesn't matter what I did. I could eat kale all day and, and weight lift. It wouldn't matter. I still are going to have this, this condition. And so, so yeah, I mean, so again, everybody's situation is different, but I believe guys given us our immune systems. I believe God has given us these things that we, the vitamins and, and all of the things that we have, you know, these are natural things. And, you know, and again, and I'm not against anybody getting the vaccine at all. Right. Here's what I believe. If you think that that's the right path for you, then that's what you should do. Don't let anybody make you feel bad or feel less than or feel you know, like you're a, you're a sheep, not a lion, like, you know, all these kind of stuff. No, like, don't, don't let people make you feel like you've done something wrong because you've, you want to get the vaccine. Right. Right. I just, it's just something I don't choose to do. I've never, I haven't got the flu vaccine. I haven't got the, you know, whatever, all, whatever else people get. I don't get it. I've never gotten it. 
So I just, I'm not going to start now, right? Mm -hmm. There's just not enough evidence out there. I mean, if you look at the vaccine and I say vaccine in air quotes, think about it. And I don't want to go into some long thing, but is it really a vaccine? Like, think about it. When you get the, the, that's a good question. You know, when, when you get the polio vaccine, right? When, when you're younger, do you just keep getting the polio vaccine over and over and over again? No, you get the polio vaccine once and that keeps you from getting polio. The problem with the quote COVID vaccine is that you get the vaccine. You could still, you could still get COVID. You can still pass COVID to somebody else. And also, you have to keep getting vaccines, right. what they call vaccines, boosters, and another booster. And don't think for a minute that there's not going to be more and more shots that you're going to have to get every single year, right? This is, this right. is called a vaccine, not, not a shot. This is a, va- I know I just called it a shot, but it's a, va- it's a, it's, it's, it really, truly is, is, it's like a shot. It's not a vaccine. Like, I, I just, I don't see how it could be called. Now, if they come up with something better that really causes you not to get it. Now, do I think that it, it's less severe for people who get the vaccine? Absolutely. But I also see where people get the vaccine and they end up having heart attacks and strokes and all right. kinds of weird brain bleeds and uh, weird stuff. Right. Again, you have to do what's right for you and your family. Don't let anybody you know that's freedom right that's that's what mm-hmm. everything's built on right that's what yeah. america is built on if kyle says hey i want to get the vaccine man go ahead do it get your kids you know everybody get them vaccinated me i might say you know what i really don't want to do that you know what that's called that's called freedom that's called liberty that's why we're in the united states right no one should ever force you or tell you you must get something, especially when it comes to your medical, anything medical, right? Mm-hmm. Those on uh, those that are a little bit more liberal, they say, hey, look, my body, my choice. That's what, exactly what I'm saying. It's my body. It's my choice. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that fear mongering, the, the lack of freedom. I mean, we talked about it pre-show. I think, you know, one of the things we learned on the backside of COVID is, is put all the politics aside, neither side got it right. Neither administration got it right. Neither leadership got it right. And because there was such a rush for communication, it created poor communication. And so things were said without actually being educated. And so at first the vaccine was going to prevent things and then it was going to prevent you from spreading it. And now it's just, it's just going to prevent hard symptoms. And, and so people are confused and they're saying, listen, you need to get it to protect others. And you got others saying, well, no, that's not true because I get it and can still spread it and it doesn't affect your symptoms. And yeah, and it was just, it was just a, a horrible, horrible, horrible handling by both administrations. It was like one administration passed the debacle to another and the other one just allowed it to stay a debacle. You know, and and I believe both administrations truly wanted to find the right way to mm-hmm. handle it, mm-hmm. but I think it just got out of control way too fast. And so I think it's kind of cool on the backside of this to say, you know what, you can't blame or, or give credit to either administration for this. This is something that America just wasn't ready for. Yeah, and we're kind of we're kind of experiencing some of that with the miscommunication and the vaccines. And so 
you know, we just got to take some ownership to it and realize, listen, there's freedom in almost everything that we do. So there's going to have to be some freedom and some grace here as well. Yeah. And I've, I've been listening and and trying to dig in a little bit more because at the beginning, I was just like, guys, let's just do what you, you should do for your family and that. And I still believe that that's what I've been saying, but, but I have been doing a little bit more digging on the scientific aspect of this. And I, I do struggle and I really hope and pray that at some point we get the truth about the actual, the treatments of this, because there are treatments that people can get that are way, way less expensive than getting a vaccine or some of these other things. And they're just not being done. Like, I mean, there is a huge, I mean, if you remember in the beginning with COVID, you know, vitamin D was the thing that most people were deficient of that were in the hospital dying, right? And most of the people who their vitamin D levels were good, they survived it. So why in the world would doctors and, and Dr. Fauci and all these people, why would they steer people away? from taking something natural that, I mean, everybody can afford vitamin D. Everybody, you don't have to have a prescription. You don't have to have medical insurance. You could just go to CVS or Walgreens or wherever and just pick up vitamin D, right? And there's something about this. And I, look, I am not a conspiracy theorist. I am not a you know, some of these people that who go down these dark rabbit holes of the internet, the back alley internet, I am not interested in that stuff. You know, not at all. But I do believe, and I'm still not listening to them. I don't care what they say. They could be right. I'm not going down rabbit, dark rabbit holes of people on the internet that I don't, I can't trust, or I don't think I can trust, or I don't know if I can trust. I'm just not going to do it. But with that said, I do believe that there is something to this. And I just want the truth, you know? Well, mankind has always found a way to benefit from good or bad. Mm -hmm. That's the truth, Kevin. And it's it's played out in front of us. I don't think we're ever going to get anybody admitting, yeah, it, money was involved, right? But in everything we do, money's involved, and and that's not a speculation. I mean, there's there's accounts of, and I don't, I don't want to give names, but people that I know who said it's frustrating because I've had doctors reach out to me and tell me that actual hospitals are denying their treatments, and their treatments are actually known and proven to help save people who are in severe COVID pneumonia. Yeah. And, uh, and they just, it, it's unreal. But again, mankind has always found a way to benefit off of horrible things. And, and unfortunately, I think that's what you're seeing played out here is, is I think the systems know that 90 some percent of people will survive this and they can also make money while they survive it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, and that's just me. That's not, and again, that's not a conspiracy. That's, that's history repeating itself. That's all that is. So. Yeah, I think the little child in me, man, that, and uh, believe me, I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no fool and no novice when it comes to a lot of these things, but the little child in me wants to believe that other humans would never knowingly allow millions of people to die when they know that there are other, and, and look, I, it's, it, it's what I want to believe. You know, it's just, it's not reality, right? It's, it's, you know, because money, money, 
I'm telling you, man, money corrupts people like it corrupts people. And so, you know, we just as Christians, again, we have to go back to say, you know what? God is our hope. Yep. You know, we have to put our trust in God. This, this is yeah. we we can't we can't depend. And I think if anybody has learned anything from from 2020 till now is we cannot depend on the world system. Whatever we thought we had for 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 a crutch, whatever we thought we had, the faith that we had in our system, whether it be our elections or whatever, it's just not there. Like we, our trust has to be in God. And, and that's why at the end of the day, whether I have the vaccine or not, I've got to trust God with my life, not a vaccine, not a politician, not my, not my primary care. None of that. Christ right. has to be the person that I consult, that I lean on for everything that I need in my life. Right. And, and, and that's why I think it's, we were talking before the show again, and I was just like, you know, we always, whenever we go through things, say you're going through something, Kevin, and you're just not happy. You're just not mm-hmm. yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you catch yourself saying, I just need to get back to being me again, right? Yeah. And that's such a bad phrase. You don't get back to being Kevin again. Get back to being a better Kevin, right? Right. And right. I think what we thought was normal in America, the way we operated, the crutches, the systems, we thought we needed all of that to survive. Yeah. In reality, in reality, it was killing us, and, yeah. and not in the, not in the literal sense, but figuratively, it was it was it wasn't promoting growth personally for us, right? Mm-hmm. It was funneling us into a system to actually stunt our growth. And what COVID did, and I'm not so sure everybody planned for this to happen, but it proved to us that we don't need those crutches, yeah. we don't need those systems, yeah. we don't need all of those medications. In fact, we have natural medication that we can take for cheaper and. We need a healthier lifestyle. We need so we can't go back to normal. There has to be a better normal, and maybe what was normal actually wasn't normal. It was just all that we knew, right? right? And so, so, and so again, we learned that, and you hit it right on the head with that. I mean, it's Kevin. We're we're not going back, and we shouldn't go back. That's right? right. COVID's taught us we can operate differently in a much more healthy way, not just clean surfaces. But clean minds, clean hearts, you know what I'm saying? Like we really have a chance to capitalize on this and alter humanity in a way to do better and be better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, guys, I, I hope that something we said today would, you know, hope, hopefully it was helpful, whether it be from a nat- just a natural practical standpoint of, you know, hearing our stories and what we kind of went through uh, when it came to COVID or the spiritual aspect that, you know what, we, our hope is in Christ, period. Like we mm-hmm. say that every single day, mm-hmm. but we don't really, we, we don't really understand what that really looks like. Cause we've never, <laughs> you know, unless you've had some terminal illness or some crazy thing happen, right. most, right. a lot of people, they don't, they don't know what it means to depend on Christ. Like we don't know mm-hmm. we because our systems are here, right? If you right. you know you could be homeless, you you could lose everything you have, and there's still a place that you can go and get right. fed and be warm and get a good night's sleep. COVID cut the safety net out from yes, 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 yeah, and 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 you know, so guys, you know, again, I just encourage you to put your hope, put your trust in Christ. That's what Kyle and I are doing. We're trying our best. We're not perfect at it, you know, but we're we're doing everything we can to to put our hope there. So and and the future of this season is going to be that. 
it's going to be focusing on how can we. Yeah. You know, how do we respond to life in a way that shows faithfulness, it strengthens our faith. This Christian walk is really about strengthening your faith, right? Like, yeah. It's a decision to follow Jesus, but you have to have that uh, a sustaining faithfulness uh, that not only affects you, but affects those who watch you. And so that yeah. I'm excited to get into the, some of these topics that we're going to talk about. Yeah, guys, get get ready, because we're we're going to help you strengthen your faith, bolster your faith to be a spiritual giant. If you're struggling in any area of your life, I really believe this season is going to just help you and strengthen you and lift you up. Yeah, there'll be some challenges, uh, some challenging things we'll say, we'll talk about, but guys, it's all for you to grow in your relationship with God. So we are crazy excited to go on this journey with you guys. And so listen, continue you know, with us. Go to thinkingoutloudmedia.com, thinkingoutloudmedia.com. That's where you can find some resources. You can listen to our past episodes. And again, and I don't say this a lot, but we're everywhere you listen to podcasts or stream music. So if you've got friends and they, wherever they listen to music, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, uh, you know, for uh, Apple Podcasts, we've got, what are some of the other ones? We've got TuneIn, we've got Amazon Podcasts, we've got Google Podcasts, we've got Stitcher. I mean, everywhere, you name it, we are there. Pandora, all of these places, our podcast is. So please, you know, just let your friends know about this. And the best thing you can do for us this season, guys, best thing you can do, share these episodes with your friends. Share this stuff on social media. You can go right to our website and you can go to a certain episode. And when you go to that page, you click on that episode. You can share that right to your Facebook or anywhere and go from there. And again, text us at 248-301-2010, 248-301-2010. If you've got a Bible question, theological question, you've got you know a show suggestion, any of that stuff, let us know. Also, don't forget, you can become a, a member. The only reason why you're hearing us right now is because people like you are donating to this show. 20 people at $25. We're looking at $500 a month uh, that we to get us fully funded. If you want to be a part of that, you can donate right to, on our website, our homepage. Scroll down to the bottom, near the bottom. Click on the donate button. Take you right to PayPal. You can do a one-time payment or you can do a recurring payment, so a monthly payment. We would appreciate that. And Kyle's going to tell you a little bit about our social media. Yep, yep. Just like you can with the text messages, you can comment on our posts, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Thinking Out Loud Podcast. We have a fans page on Facebook, Thinking Out Loud Podcast fans. If you go on Instagram, it is thinking underscore out loud. You'll know us by our logo and our posts. Um, and like I said, comment, message us. Life happens there, not just on the show, but also on our pages. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we love you guys, and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Thinking Out Loud podcast. God bless you guys. Bye.